0: Aaron. and this is episode 36 of the Ana East Nene podcast. Today, I will be talking to Letícia Hicovate, a Brazilian woman who has taken it upon herself to produce an erotic art magazine called Nene. In today's ever-increasing hostile and moralistic atmosphere, she has bravely published three issues of Nene, which is a high-quality magazine in every aspect but she has faced resistance from bookstores and the internet. But, like Annie East Neen, the inspiration for Neen magazine, Leticia has viewed resistance as a challenge and an inspiration in itself. Leticia Hikavate welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I'm um, Brazilian, living in England. Uh, yes, the weather is quite different and it's quite hard to live without the sun. Uh, I've been living here for four years. Actually, since I launched the first issue of NIME magazine, I launched it in Brazil and I moved to England and then I started to spread uh, the magazine around UK. I'm... I'm a writer, I used it to be a copywriter and write about fashion and then um, I started to create Ning Magazine in a sabbatical year in Berlin and since then I'm quite involved in, in the, with the magazine and with Anais Ning's life and ideas and it became like my main work, let's say, like that, like what I do. I read, I research, I write, and I edit things for Ning Magazine online to, uh, on Instagram, where I'm quite active. And please search me; it's Ning Magazine.
0: <laughs> so, why did you decide to call the magazine Ning?
1: Well, Ning was created uh, as a way to express my passion uh, for Anais Nin because I was always very fascinated by her, her history and her words, and then I created a magazine where I could express a bit of what I thought that was her universe, but in a contemporary way. It means to express erotica through the female mind, through the female gaze, because we are all quite used to see erotica uh, and nudes and to know about sex, about the male gaze, about the male experiences, uh, male writings, even when it's about female erotic books, about female, when the female is the character, it's it was usually written by a man. So it's Mm -hmm. always based on the male experience. And we knew very few about the female sexual desires and more than that, like fantasies. And then I created the magazine to express what we really wanted to read, to feel, and to see. And it doesn't mean that it was only uh female writings or female or, or images created by women it it i invited men to write as well you know but it was all curated by women it was somehow directed by our gaze by our desire you know because there was this extreme lack of erotica created for women and, and anaïs was the first one to do it. I've been more and more uh, discovering things about the female sexuality through Ning magazine, so I can say that I've been learning a lot.
0: So, you would say that Ana Issa's spirit lives within the pages of this magazine?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So, your your contributors they don't necessarily need to know anything about is it's, it's, but are you selecting their work based on whether you feel that Anaís' spirit is present in their work, or how does that go?
1: In the beginning, the contributors were chosen by people that I respected and that I thought that would create something new and interesting about erotica. Not necessarily erotic artists or erotic writers, but people that I wanted to read and that I wanted to to publish, you know, and I asked them to express what erotica meant to them, you know. Mm. So I I asked like writers, journalists, uh, photographers, painters, you know, to show works related to erotica, and somehow I take I took a lot of people out of the comfort zone because. It wasn't the, their main work, but mm-hmm. everybody was very interested and excited about doing that. And by that, I understood how everybody has this somehow connection with erotica, you know. And everybody was really glad to create or to show something that was already hidden on the shelves, you know, that they had that they never showed before or mm-hmm. that was never published for any reason you know and by doing that, I found that I was expressing new spirit because she was somehow the first woman at least openly you know to, to show her view on erotica you know and then that's what I found. We were taking all this erotica from all these hidden places from those people and bringing it to light. You know, and showing it to people like, yes, you're allowed to feel it. You're allowed to to show it. You're allowed to create, to write, to paint, to photograph erotica and to express it, you know. And it was this media, this place, this safe place where people could show it and get it without feeling somehow perverted or something like this. We wanted to show how natural it is you know, and how beautiful. That was, I think, the main goal of Name Magazine, to naturalize erotica and sex and sexuality, you know, to show how natural it is. Not showing, like, as we were used to, like, woman, naked, to satisfy male desire, you know, but in a very uh, subtle or mysterious or a strange way i don't know because the human sexuality is so complex you know and Mm -hmm. that's what we wanted to show
0: well i have to say that you know i'm i'm very lucky because you sent me a copy of volume three of your need magazine i just want our listeners to know that first of all physically it's it's a top-notch publication Uh, you know i'm talking from a publisher's point of view and i'm looking at at the quality of the cover and the quality of the paper and and the colors and all of that is just excellent but what really strikes me is the contents there's a wide variety of contributions here as you mentioned from all different places in art it's bilingual i should also mention in portuguese and in english and i should add that i think the the translations are excellent and it's i tell my I best
1: so we would be glad to know it
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh they're excellent excellent translations if i had to boil it all down though to one word what what is need magazine all about the word i would use is freedom That it's free. That's like you said, it's a little world where you can walk into and you're free to express yourself and free to say or do whatever is on your mind or in your heart. And so that's what I like the most about it. But, you know, I'm looking at this. This is an expensive production, I think. Am I right?
1: Yes, yes, you're right. We used our own money. We weren't uh, sponsored by anyone we didn't want to have advertising on the first and the second issue uh, because we wanted to keep this freedom and we thought that if we had advertising we would be somehow attached to some moral or some aesthetic uh, limitations that we didn't want Uh, so the third issue actually was the first one uh, somehow sponsored Uh, we had a bit of help of a feminist portal based in Brazil called Hysteria, and they helped us to pay a bit of it. Most of all, it was our funds. It was based on passion, I can say. And yes, this is very hard to to keep on doing it, it, because, of course, we need some help. But it's very hard to get it. I mean, we were somehow a bit naive because we thought that it could be easier to have funds to this kind of publication. We didn't expect, and it, it's not a surprise to none of you, but to us it was, that the market was so conservative. We thought that we could find this kind of help and freedom from an institution or from someone who was also interested in keep this content going, you know, to see how important it is to give to have this free uh, space and safe space to express all that we are expressing. But it wasn't as we thought. We were one entire year working on the first issue
0: mm-hmm. and...
1: One more year working on the second, one more year working on the third. The third one, actually, I can say that it took us five years because it is a development that started since the first edition. You know, I think the third one, we finally reached what we always wanted to reach through this publication. And to create the fourth issue and to keep on going. We really need some help and this is where we are right now. We are trying to figure out how to keep on going with the same quality and the same freedom.
0: You come from Brazil and at the moment Brazil is undergoing some what I would call radical change uh, with a new leader, Bolsonaro, who was called here the Trump of South America. And I noted that Your cultural minister was actually reciting certain parts of the speech that Joseph Goebbels, who was the Nazi Germany propaganda chief, about what art is supposed to be. And art was supposed to be heroic. It was supposed to be nationalistic. We're talking about a real dichotomy here where you're publishing something that is open and free, and, and sex positive. And then you've got this minister who is talking like a Nazi about how art should be, if it's not nationalistic, if it's not supporting the government, then it must be immoral and should be eradicated. So what kind of problems have you had with people trying to do what you do?
1: When we started, Brazil was in a different moment. It was good. It was like five years ago, six years ago, sorry. And we were all being quite positive about the future of the country. It seemed to be going well. We were hopeful. The country had a totally different vibe, you know, from what's having now. I just came back from Brazil uh, some days ago and... It was interesting to be there when this minister had this speech, this absurd uh, speech, because I could always feel a very strong resistance in the streets. Cultural scenario is changing, but I could feel, yeah, that's it. I could feel a very strong resistance, what made me feel hopeful again. But the problem was it was decaying from the, f- the launching of the first is- uh, edition to nowadays. Uh, our second issue we had on the cover a transgender woman and the entire issue was more risky than the first one. Uh, we, we showed a bit of this rebellion that was growing on the country, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but then what happened after that was the president was impeached in a, vi- in a very uh, violent environment, in a very disturbing way. And then the right took place, the far right, like outright, right and they were, yes, very inspired by Trump. Well no words you know what i mean inspired mm-hmm. by trump means like worse than trump because if you get trump as an inspiration you know you're not even being authentic in <laughs> on your mm. madness you know
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes and then even when brazil was going good let's say like that uh, we were already facing uh, some difficulties as We had some bookshops that didn't want to sell us. Uh, Some bookshops get our magazine, but put us on like a dark shelf, you know, (laughs) mixed in like with very underground contents. And Mm. we really never believed that we were underground content. We we thought we saw ourselves as an art content as an art magazine, you know, we mm-hmm. always find magazine as an erotic art magazine, you know, and we thought we could navigate easily through the market, but it wasn't very different in England. Um, there, I faced some magazine shops that didn't want to show Ning as well, that didn't want to sounding Ning as well. And it wasn't because of the quality, as you said, and I'm very grateful to hear, to listen to that. You know, it was an amazing compliment and thank you. But yes, it wasn't the quality. The quality is quite good. I'm quite proud of that. You know, it was the content, you know, mm-hmm. and that's it. It wasn't easy as we thought. That's why I say we were naive. But the point is that we saw it as art, but people cannot face it as art. It's, it's like not only in Brazil, you know, that, but yes, of course, now it's even harder to continue doing this in Brazil. But I feel hopeful about this resistance. And I'm pretty sure that this government is not going very long. It's not going very far. And I'm glad to be part of the resistance. And it makes me uh, feel more encouraged to keep on doing it. You know, I I don't Mm. feel scary. The opposite. I think that it's more necessary than ever to have this magazine, you know.
0: So, what are what are your future plans with the magazine? Is there going to be a volume four?
1: Yes, hopefully yes. A bit different. Um, I must say that as it started to be difficult to keep on doing it on paper, we turned our energy to. Uh, another media. So, name Magazine started to be quite strong on Instagram where we found another kind of difficulty because after a while Instagram started to be quite conservative as well and they started to delete our account and we were deleted four times but wow. we kept on going, you know, we didn't give up and Here I am again reminding and thinking about Anais and how she kept on going, you know, and I believe, I know she faced so many barriers as well and she never gave up. And I feel the same. The more they try to stop us, the more encouraged and stronger I feel. I I won't be defeated, you know. This is important not to give up.
0: It reminds me of when... Nobody would publish on ease here, and um, instead of just giving up, she bought an old hand press, and she had a partner, and between the two of them, um, they started to print her own books by hand. Yeah, yeah. all the typesetting by hand, the whole thing.
1: This is so amazing, so inspiring. I think people should know more about it, you know, because not only she was the first female erotic writer. She was also a publisher. She, she really did. She was doing uh, the, the print for days, you know, by herself. This is so amazing. This is so amazing, you know. I, I think people should know more about it.
0: I admire your spirit to keep it going in one form or another. And with Ani East, when the commercial publishers no longer were a viable way to publish her books. She did it a different way. Um, And I'm sure today that she would have embraced what you're doing. And she probably would have taken uh, social media under her wing, too. She would have done those kinds of things. Now, how do we find you?
1: So we are now... We really wanted to be distributed in America. So, if you're listening to us and you want to see Nick Magazine, please get in touch with me because I would love to make our way to the United States. And here in Europe, we are in some shops. We are in Paris, we are in London, we are in Berlin, we are in Lisbon, in Portugal. But the main way to find more about us is through Instagram. Uh, We created uh, another account. So if you're not finding Ning Magazine, it might be because we were deleted again. So please (laughs) search for us on where is Ning Magazine. (laughs) It's our second account. Uh, One thing that I would like to say is that uh, through Instagram, we created another project which was very rich and interesting. We created a project called Anonymous, with name Anonymous, where we invited people send nudes, Anonymous, because we started to feel this zeitgeist, you know, this new way to, to express sexuality, you know, people started to communicate through nudes. And we invited these people to show themselves or to see other people as this little hole on a door where you can spy on someone, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: started to be a hit. I started to get around 50 nudes by day wow. and we started to post it anonymously, of course, without faces, without names, mm-hmm. uh, just this expression of freedom or whatever. If you wanted to be a voyeur or if you wanted to be an exhibitionist, just show us what you want and we will publish. Of course, uh, we had an edition. Of course, I was editing these images and was because of Instagram. I couldn't show everything. So, of course, I was editing some parts and some images. And that's where we are now. We ended up having an almost 2,000 pictures. And now our next edition will be an issue with these images uncensored. So we are finding a way of showing these images without the censorship, this Instagram's censorship. And we stopped at the project some time ago. We were showing these images on our stories, so it was somehow hidden and mysterious, and it expressed a bit of erotica, you know, on this like little place where you could spy on people, you know, that wanted to be spied. And mm-hmm. that's it. Now we were, we are. Uh, Reun- uh, putting all these images together and creating an special issue with this anonymous project, and we are starting this new project. So, we you will have some news about it in a few months, and I would like I would love to talk about it again.
0: Well, I'm really looking forward to that, and we'll definitely uh, when that happens, we'll be posting it on, on my website, and hopefully uh, that will take off and i should i should mention that your word anonymous that instead of the N Y N at the uh in the middle of the word is n i and so you've got the word neen in there which i love
1: anonymous <laughs>
0: yeah i like that i like that
1: that's how you see she's everywhere
0: she's yeah
1: the spirit of the magazine she's the spirit of the project like i i can say that somehow i feel her very close i feel like she's a ghost walking by my side a very (laughs) friendly and fun ghost that i have with me like she's my partner
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i know that feeling it's (laughs) a good one yeah 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 she's still living on today through us
1: yes what an honor
0: Yes, what an honor. What an honor to be a part of it somehow. Well, listen, I want to thank you, Leticia, for talking with me today. I'm very excited about all your projects, and uh, we'll be posting all these on, on my website. So, anybody who wants to check out Neen and Anonymous, you know, may do so that way. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for talking to me.
1: Thank you very much, Poet. feel so honored to be talking to you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. As Leticia says, the best way to find her on the web is to Google Neen Magazine. It will be well worth the effort, trust me. And perhaps you can get involved yourself. We will keep you up to date with her progress on our blog, which can be found at Press. Com. This has been the On the Easting podcast. Thanks for listening. Until the next time.